Hello, uh, this is Paul Vincent, and you're listening to Notable Nashville. The song is called Forest Fires. Do you remember the late nights? Do you remember the long drives all by ourselves? Never need no one else. Do you remember the sweet talks? Way we used to fight about the same old shit Always so full of it Cause I miss the days when we were alive And I miss the way your hand fit in mine We used to burn like forest fires Our faces made for each other's eyes We were alive Where did we go to die? Cause I miss my forest fire You told me this real love Said you never give up But where are you now? Who do you think about? Cause I was bleeding for you With all my blood And I was breathing for you With all my lungs Guess that wasn't enough I miss the days when we were alive And I miss the way your hand fit in mine We used to burn like forest fires Our faces made for each other's eyes Where did we go to die? Cause I miss my forest fire Let's give it another shot, love, we tried our best Come on, it's worth the fight, but I got nothing left Does it ever end with you? Want you to stay by my side I think I'll stay home tonight Baby, let's make this right Too late, I've made up my mind Why do I try with you? We used to burn Like forest fires At least that's how it Seemed in my eyes Maybe I was just another guy But you were more in my eyes You were more in my eyes We used to burn like forest fires Our faces made 
everybody thanks for tuning in to notable nashville podcast i got paul vinson he just played that tune forest fires and that's a new one i think right yeah unreleased uh, unreleased it's maybe not quite too new but definitely unreleased okay awesome well uh be looking forward to that is that going to be uh, with a new ep coming out um you know that's a difficult question it's something i've been you i've had quite an yet. existential crisis since moving to nashville with all of that so i'm trying to I'm trying to take all of my thoughts that have been scattered across the floor and, and put them into a, co- a coherent piece. But at okay. the moment, I don't have anything. Well, yeah, welcome to Nashville, by the way, all the way Thank from you. Pensacola, Florida. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit, it's probably the same kind of weather, but Reasonably. Maybe. It's not quite as humid, but it's still pretty humid. Yeah. And then uh, we don't really get snow occasionally. We get snow once every five to ten years, and it's not real snow. It, like ice is over and everything closes down for like four days because no one knows what to do. <laughs> uh, the last time it snowed in Pensacola, I was in ninth grade in high school, uh, and we went to the golf course behind my house and skimboarded down hills of ice. Awesome. So, yeah, that's that's what we do in Florida. When it snows. <laughs> yeah, you said you've been here since May, so you haven't experienced winter here. I mean, it's the same type of thing when it snows here; the whole city shuts down because there's no plows to take care of it it's it snowed like maybe an inch last winter and everything shut down i so. was here for a little bit of the snow oh, last winter not permanently here but i was just so visiting. visiting i spent okay. a lot of time here over the last year before i moved here uh-huh. and, uh i got to drive in nashville snow multiple times it okay was, fun stuff yeah it was i thought it wasn't a big deal but people around me driving definitely were like 15 like, miles yeah, an hour like, yeah it was bad yeah well, how have you liked it so far here? You said you've you know visited quite a bit, but what what do you like about Nashville? Nashville is wonderful. I feel like it's its own kind of beast of a city. You know, uh-huh. I mean, it's like uh, there's so many things going on, and it's and it's still developing at the yeah. same time. Like, what is it? A hundred people move here a day or something crazy like yeah, that? Yeah, growing so, rapidly. It, yeah, it, and and hearing people that have lived here for like ten or fifteen years and like this is insane, and uh-huh. of course meeting all the newcomers. Like, I feel. I feel like there's a new person every day, and so that makes it a little easier on me. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's been weird, like leaving my family behind. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm 20 years old, and I lived with my family up until May. Okay. I've lived in the same house since I was two months old, in the same neighborhood with the same kids, uh, and so putting all that behind me has been really, really strange and, and kind of difficult. But oh, yeah. Nashville in itself has has been wonderful. Well, it's it's probably a big change for you living on your own now and everything and new people. But yeah, like you said, there's new people moving here every day. I feel like you can meet a friend at any show you go to. and Exactly. Yeah, and it's so. such a welcoming environment. Everyone's so friendly and, and open and um, and excited. That's, yeah. that's Everyone's working on something and they're all excited about it. But they're also excited about what other people are doing. They're kind of in tune with that. And, and that's really cool. It's a very, uh, it's a very, it's a community. It truly yeah. is. It's not just a music scene. It seems to be I agree. quite a community. So what are your favorite Nashville spots so far that you've been hanging out at? Maybe uh, oh. your, your fans can come track you down. Um, <laughs> my Nashville guilty pleasure is Hugh Babies. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's new. It's okay. not super new, but it's new. Um, and before before we do anything, I have to go on the record and let people know that Hugh Babies is a lot better than Shake Shack. Okay. Uh, it's a burger joint, 
Yeah, and th- that um, that was really controversial to even say that. I feel like, but Shake Shack just opened here. As <laughs> I you know, know. I, I we heard went about that yeah. about a week ago. Uh-huh. Um, and Hugh Babies has just been blowing my mind. It's about they're essentially the same thing. Hugh Babies has a little more options, but. Hugh Babies is the best hamburger I've had in Nashville. So they got good burgers, good shakes. They're, yeah, what, and they're what, like what, simple burgers. It's like thin patty, cheese, onions, lettuce, uh-huh. and, and the little Thousand Island style sauce, yeah. like In-N-Outer uh, Shake Shack. Right. Um, and they're incredible. There's only two locations, too, I believe. So the burgers are better and the shakes are better? That's, that's I haven't weird. tried the Shake Shack tried shakes, okay, so, so you I have can't to, testify to that. You have Hugh Babies shakes and... are fire though <laughs> I, all right i'll have to check it out i've never even heard of Q babies please do your body a favor and okay. check out okay. Q babies. i will um well i want to bring up your your kind of family history you had to have a musical upbringing i read that uh some of your fam- family members played in a gospel quartet yeah uh my actually last year my uncle just got inducted into the gospel hall of fame which was really oh, cool wow. So, um, I guess, which I think is at Dollywood. Okay. So we can go to Dollywood and I can see my uncle, which is... In Gatlinburg? That sounds about right. Yeah. Which is weird to me, but also cool. Um, so my granddad kind of toured and traveled with them, and he's kind of been my biggest influence. Just, okay. He sang baritone with them and played guitar, and uh, but my uncle has owned this quartet, and his dad owned it before him, and uh, so it's been in the family for a long time, and it's been all they've done for the last... 70 60 years wow um so my cousin who is uh now i guess 40 but he he started touring he was 15 it was just you know as soon as we could put him on the road he was on the road and he was homeschooled and that was it so that has been crazy to grow up around because every Uh thanksgiving i'm we're hanging out at their house and we're in their studio and uh my uncle is a self-taught musician and he plays everything and he's he's this insane guy that he builds planes and flies planes and builds amps and guitars and plays banjo and guitar and piano and and all that's these pretty incredible things. yeah and he's he's phenomenal and so it's that's been just an insane influence on my life that uh, that i i guess i you know sometimes you just get dealt the right cards and yeah that's exactly what it was for me and is that true that you also played in uh you sang in your church for like over eight years or yeah uh and that truly to me is what i will tell like i give all of my credit to music to that because I grew up in a small, I mean, Pensacola is a small town and there's not very many musical opportunities and the ones that are there don't have very high expectations. Mm -hmm. But through that, I mean, I started playing in church in sixth grade um, and every week we're playing for 250 students and I was using in-ear monitors in in high school and middle school. Oh, so it was, was very technical. It was very. It sound. was. A, it was. It was. I guess you can't coin it as a mega church, but it technically had like fifteen thousand members. Okay. So, um, it was that kind of experience is something that you honestly even in Nashville, you know, like it's you can't ask for something that great to to have that every week. So it was for sure. And then it became bigger than that. You know, I'm managing practices and putting bands together and bringing band members up, and I'm I'm seeing musicians that I've taught you know skills grow and and then as i leave they take the place and so it taught me a lot of valuable skills about music and communication and and being a band leader and performing uh-huh. and and uh so I'm, I'm very grateful for that and i guess it was god probably 10 8 to 10 years of that almost wow Something so that like really that. shaped your 
you're kind of going out on your own your whole music career very much but, so maybe even my writing weirdly enough yeah so i wanted to ask you do you do you write like christian kind of uh tunes or is it more uh life experience and you know whatever you feel yeah i mean if if we're gonna dig into that i, I will say <laughs> i think from my understanding of god he is in the midst of everything yeah and so i try and write my stories and and there are topics where i definitely talk about wrestling with god i think that's probably my most talked about conversation around god is Mm -hmm. is struggling with him or wrestling with him or being mad at him um that's a pretty common theme for me but then most of them are typically just stories of life in general whether it's um lost friendships or relationships or um there's songs about leaving pensacola that's kind of been the new theme now and and a lot of them are very Uh self-reflective um but I don't coin myself as a Christian artist by any means, and, I, and I'm not... Uh, I think I tried in high school to do that, and there became a realization that that wasn't me. I wasn't a CCM artist, I wasn't a worship artist, and that there was a scene that was that was more important for me to pursue. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I did. Well, honestly, that's refreshing to hear. I mean, a lot of people are afraid to even be mad at God. I mean, Christians are be like, no, I can never be mad at God, but... You know we're we're human. We all have yeah. We all have struggles, and so and God's God's a difficult man to talk to and deal with. You sometimes, know? yeah, all, all the time. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I guess in some cases, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So you you brought up your leaving home. Uh, your first EP was yeah. leaving home. Did, was that the the that, the leaving Pensacola? Yeah, that was kind of the theme. Um, and what's weird is that EP was supposed to come out roughly two years before it did because uh-huh. I was supposed to move two years before I did. Oh, okay. Uh. And, and it never, just kind of like the EP, it got put off. The Like, we recorded that EP two or three times, and every time I was like, hey, this sounds like garbage, we need to fix it. And so uh, we completely scrapped um, all the recordings, and then there are a couple songs that even moved in and out and uh-huh. until we got it down to the final five. Um, and throughout that two years I thought so I graduated high school and I made the decision to not go to college and I was going to move up here in August of 2016 right out of my like summer post high school graduation Mm. um and had a mentor who was just kind enough to kind of take me under his wing who moved up here and played with a band called the St. John's um and they and they did some cool stuff around town and he was just like hey man let me help you get used to what like what's going to be expected of you in Nashville because it's going to be quite different. And that honestly was just truly a blessing because I, I would, Nashville would have kicked my ass had I moved up here in 2016. Um, and Nashville's still kicking my ass now, <laughs> but at well, least that's re- that's I'm really like great. ready you, for it. Yeah. You got to like dip your foot in the water before actually taking the plunge. And exactly. And, and it so, made it a lot less chaotic. Yeah. I think. Well, I want to also bring up, you have a new song coming out today, right? Yes, today. It is, a, um, it is out, maybe. It's it's out. It's out. So Somewhere in the ether. Um, I want to play it here. Um, it's called Last Summer. Do you have any story behind it? Or, oh, God. Um, um, I, I was listening to it. Um, it's kind of like last summer, you, you had this love and you were all you know together last summer, but now it's different. Yeah. I'm just kind of bullshitting here. So I mean, well... <laughs> Our, all our, you know, songwriting, we're just kind of bullshitting. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, most of my songs are pretty straightforward. I'm a pretty straightforward guy. I uh-huh. talk pretty straightforward, and so if that's what you're asking, then yes, there is 
there is a love there that is was a left lost behind. Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that is kind of the the picture that's painted in the song. And then there are some themes that use summer and the beach to kind of talk about that. But that to me is just a bigger theme of Pensacola and mm-hmm. and being back home. Um, and so that's kind of where my head was at when I was writing the song. And then uh, actually wrote it with a friend. His name's Connor Rogers, who used to live in Pensacola and moved up here about a year ago. Okay. Um, he works at some kind of financial advising or some something he does. And But he um, he's a fabulous keyboard player. Cool. And so we kind of got together and put the song together, and I was like, we have to record this. I love this song. Incredible. Well, I want to play that right now. Last Summer by Paul Vinson. Here it is. Summer 
That was Last Summer by Paul Vinson on all streaming platforms right now. Can you buy it on iTunes, too? Uh, yeah, I think you can. You can right. buy it on iTunes if you're old-fashioned. You know? All right, yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody really buys uh, songs on iTunes anymore. I mean, I, I'm, To be honest, <laughs> I never bought songs on iTunes, oh, I, even I, when I was using iTunes, but we probably shouldn't talk about that. Yeah, because... I used to, like, if I really dug a song, I'd buy it, but, you know, the time has, has come where streaming Spotify, like, I love Spotify so much. I, I'm able to access like everything that I want to listen to. Spotify seems to be, and uh, maybe this is controversial too. I don't think it is. Spotify seems to be the only way. I don't know mm-hmm. too many people that use Apple Music. Title is its own little weird niche. Shout mm-hmm. out to Jay Z for that yeah. thing. Uh, but Spotify is, I mean, it's doing so much for young artists and for big artists, uh, which is another thing. Spotify, if you're listening to this, chill out with the whole Drake promotion thing. That was really <laughs> discouraging as a young artist to watch Drake take over Spotify for an entire week. Yeah. Every playlist. That was, was intimidating. That was weird. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're their they're own animal. And all the playlists that they have, I mean, it's cool to see my friends get featured on, you know, one of the one of the most listen to playlists or like that's followed by a bunch of millions of people which is such a great way to support artists that are trying to come up and, and the way they do it is so uh, honestly it's really smart because you you know you put a song in a playlist and you decide whether or not it does well and if it does well you put it in a bigger playlist and if it doesn't do well you take it out of that playlist mm-hmm. and uh you let the people decide and i like that yeah i like my daily mixes those are fun oh I'm yeah not a big playlist guy i usually listen by the album but when i don't have time to think about what album I want to listen to, or I can't decide. I just hit a daily mix and roll. And it, it kind of filters through the your tunes that you've been listening to, right? Yeah, or, or it's, it's just kind of it kind of almost it kind of gives like a vibe. Yeah. So some of my daily mixes, like I think my number three daily mix right now is just like Hippocampus and Sure Sure and uh, and Coin and all these like little indie rock pop bands. And yeah. That's cool. Like I dig that. And then ones like. Mac Ayers and Marcus King and and all these kind of like groovy jazz soul R and B pop people. And I just saw on your Instagram your your little bop uh, playlist thing that you do. Yeah, um, I love that 1975 song that just came out. The new one today. Yeah, yeah it. Well, uh, last la- last week. Yeah. Oh, the la- <laughs> was it last week? No, I mean, I mean, this is airing on the 21st. Remember? Oh, <laughs> you're right. Oh shoot, we 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 let out our secret. Oh, Inconsistency man. errors. But yeah, that song is, it slaps. It, yeah. Uh, I listened to it after I got off of work, and I was in the car, and I knew it. I heard it come in with the little chimes, and I was like, okay. And then it does that little kick drum where, it, and it like rolls the bass underneath. Yeah. And I was like, this song is about to kick into some real weird swingy beat. And it has that jazzy kind of feel. He brought the Dilla beat out, which I thought was wild, Uh um, because the beat's very off time, and the and the piano is kind of slightly detuned, and it sounded like a chance track. Uh, And I was like, "This is cool." Uh, And very vibey. Everything the 1975s been doing in the last two months with these new singles has been blowing my mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. Although some people feel quite differently about it, for the most part, I think. Yeah, I I remember that. I can't remember the name of the song, but the one where it was just the constant uh, guitar riff. It was like, oh yeah, and they actually stole that riff from um, 
Joy Division? Was it that? Oh, did they steal it? it I, yeah, it's like, I it's think a, it's Joy Division. It's a copy of it? Where it's literally, it's the exact riff over oh, and over and over in a Joy Division song. It's very, uh, ironically, just catchy to just get in, tra- in a trance to listen to it. Which I think and, is the point. Yeah. I think they set out with nothing to prove, and that was kind of their idea. Like, mm-hmm. we can do whatever we want now because we're the 1975. Yeah. And they did it, and then they killed it, which is what they did with the Drake song. I mean, they put out a song that sounds like Drake, uh-huh. but to me, at least, when I listen to it, I'm like, this is what I wish Drake sounded like. Uh, but It's all marketing. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's it's wonderful. Well, I want to bring it back to what you said earlier about not going to Belmont. I actually went to Belmont, spent a ton of okay. money, and, and I'm in debt right now, but not completely in debt, but you know, it's expensive. So I, I commend you for making the choice to just kind of pursue it without going to and a really expensive school and um you you did this thing with like colleges the dorm tour i wanted to bring that up yeah um what, what was that about so uh that is funny because it was a, it started as a joke um i was graduating high school and i was talking to all my friends that were going to college and at this point i knew i was not going to college uh-huh. and the ongoing joke was kind of like that's paul he's not going to college to be a musician and i of course I love to pick on people and myself, so I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and then I had this idea that I thought was genius, but I I also thought I presented it as a joke to to play shows in college dorms and like house show style. And so I um I was kind of saying to people, you know, like instead of going to one college, I'll go to thirteen and I'll just do all these, or I'll go to twenty and I'll do all these crazy things. And uh, that ended up being kind of what we coined it as. I went to fourteen different colleges. Um, and played free shows in college dorms from Pensacola to New York City and back. So over uh, like seven states, right? It was... That's what one of your things Yeah, said, it was so like probably... Think. It was definitely over seven states. Um, I mean, we drove, God, two, maybe 4,000 miles. Dang. Um, and it was about 18 days. So it was, it was a blast. It was one of the best experiences of my entire life. Um, and it was crazy. We'd go fund me... Like, that's how we paid for everything, mm-hmm. um, because the shows were free, and it like we hit our mark perfectly. Oh wow! And we, um, I calculated everything like day for day, and mm-hmm. um, like just never had to worry about anything. And you hit your goal, for, so it got funded. Yeah, um, and so we didn't pay a dime. That's amazing. Uh, outside of just you know, touring, and then uh, the only thing I had to pay for out of my own pocket were floor tickets to John Mayer in Philadelphia, oh, which sick. just made the made it just a little sweeter, you know? Yeah. So we'd just gotten out of New York for my first time ever, which that is a, a can of worms for me because I love New York City now, and there's a bunch of crazy stories that happen there, but on our drive down from New York, we stopped in Philly for a night before going to Chattanooga uh, to see John Mayer, and it was great. Yeah, I saw him for the first time last summer. Uh, or no, hey, last summer. Yeah, last summer. Tie yeah. it in. Tie it in. There it is. But he was amazing. I, I loved it. He played. You know, was he playing with the the trio? When... It was. Yeah, the trio. Yeah. it was the whole search so for good. everything. Yes. Um, amazing tour. Yeah, it was nuts. It was perfect for me because I, to me, John, my favorite John Mayer is all of those John Mayers. Like, mm-hmm. and I was really worried that I wouldn't catch him on a good tour. But now, looking back at it, if I could have caught John Mayer on a Born and Raised tour. I'd oh, be very that, that would be great. 
Well, dude, uh, thanks for coming over and chatting with me. I want to hear another uh, live tune from you. And are you going to be playing some live shows coming up here soon? Uh, I don't have anything not scheduled on, in Nashville at the moment. I'll be in Baton Rouge on October 13th. Okay. Um, and then I have some unannounced shows in November coming up that, that you know I'm not completely sure if I'm allowed to talk about the details okay. yet. But they're we won't they'll be fun. we won't chat about that. Yeah, but uh, look forward to those. So yeah, I I definitely will want to see you in Nashville sometime soon. So hopefully. Um, but what's this next one that you're gonna play for us? The next song I'm gonna play is uh, the single off of my original EP came around. All right, sweet.
Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Notable Nashville Podcast. A big thanks to Paul Vincent for stopping by today and sharing his release last summer with us. Be sure to check that out on any platform you listen to music. And check us out on the web, NotableNashville.com. Send us an email if you'd like to be a guest on the show. Until next time, I'm your host, Jordan Johansson. Thanks for listening to Notable Nashville Podcast. <laughs>